0: It's time for the LaneCast with Montana's very own Talkin' Ag, Lane Nordland, your voice for agriculture. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Agriculture Conversation. Thanks for joining the LaneCast, where today we are going to be talking about cattle genetics, higher education, and collaboration. Our guest today is Montana State University's endowed beef chair, Dr. Tim Del Curto. And a one-of-a-kind individual all the way in from Pass Creek, Montana with Timberline Angus, Mr. Jake Callantine. Dr. Del Curto, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. And Jake, uh, how's uh, your early fall going?
2: So far, we're doing really well.
0: Well, uh, happy to be here today, and the focus of today's podcast is, of course, a new collaboration between Montana State University's College of Agriculture and the Animal Science Department and the Montana Angus Association. But first, I would just like to thank the sponsor of today's podcast. We would like to thank the National Cattlemen's Beef Association for their support of the Lane Cast for more information and membership benefits and everything that NCBA does for cow-calf producers all the way down the line. Visit them today at NCBA.org. Well, now we are here in the beautiful animal bioscience building on the campus of Montana State University. I had the opportunity to have a few classes in here before I graduated, but it's really great to hear about all the research and the collaboration that MSU does out across the countryside. But this new partnership that has just been unveiled, the MSU Angus Program. Uh, Dr. Del Curto, I'll give you the floor first. What is this program, and what are some of those goals that uh, it will provide uh, the industry, not only in Montana but across the nation and the world? Right.
1: Well, the, uh, the Montana State University Angus Program is is really the brainchild of Montana Angus Association. Uh, about a year and a half ago, they came to us. And said they would uh, really like to see um, greater collaboration, greater networking between uh, Montana State and uh, Angus producers of this state, and so we began conversations about that, which uh, which fits our you know I guess um, uh, objectives of being a land grant university. You know, one thing that we want to do is have programs here that that. Um, you know, best prepare our our young people to go out and have an impact in this state, but also have a program that reflects Montana's beef industry as a whole. You know, Montana's the uh, number six cow-calf state in the United States, uh, but number one seed stock producing state. And, uh, and, and, you know, the big focus there is, is Angus Genetics.
0: Well, it is. Every year when the Montana Angus Tour travels to a different location, this year it's up on Montana's High Line where my family actually ranches. Last year we were down here in the Galton Valley. We were up at the Pass uh, Creek area at the Timberline Angus Ranch where where Jake's family has been for generations. And Montana truly is. The, it is the center of the Angus world. Some people don't agree with that statement, but it truly is. So Jake, has a board member uh, of the Montana Angus Association, why why is it important to, to reach out to the land grant university system to not only benefit your operation but the future generations of purebred angus producers but also those uh, commercial guys
2: well we think, feel that you know as a land grant university we need to uh, be more involved and in, uh, the Montana Angus association feels that way that we need to, it's all promotion education endowment and it's it it's going to give us a great a great avenue to uh, even promote our breed to help educate our youth uh we're all getting older and these kids need more more experience more research and we kind of feel that this is a great way we can get started
0: so let's talk about uh, how we get this started, how we have that foundation. We already have the foundation of great producers and great bloodlines, but how do we tie the students and the master's students, or what, what is the goal there from being on the ground here in Bozeman to uh, reaching out across the state?
1: Well, we're in the process, Lane, of, of transitioning to Montana State University Beef which is the Bard farm as well as the Red Bluff Research uh, Center. Uh, into a, a registered beef cattle um, you know uh, management system. The advantage of that is uh, from a research standpoint is we're going to have pedigrees and complete knowledge of, of these cattle all the way back you know <clears throat> multiple generations. Uh, we can do look at different EPDs and genetically enhanced EPDs, things like that. For our students down the road, you know one of the things we do well here at Montana State is lots of hands- on. And so our students, when it comes to this registered Black Angus Hurt, you know, will 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 be right there when we're taking uh, body weights, and and body condition scores, and calf birth weights, and and uh, you know, udder scores, foot scores, and, and and that kind of thing. Um, and down the road we're even looking at us as, as we refill some uh, some positions here within our department of, of having a seed stock production class. And I think probably the big thing that I'm excited about, I think uh, with these cow herds <clears throat> um, and with this collaborative re- uh, relationship with the seed stock producers of this state, uh, we're going to be able to bring those seed stock producers together with, with our undergraduate and graduate students, which uh, I think is going to pay dividends. For all you know I think our students will benefit and then hopefully you know these young people will go out and have an impact on this industry in this state.
0: Now we keep saying the word collaboration and that's all what the Lang grant university mission, mission is all about but what is that one aspect that MSU is bringing to the table that maybe the industry hasn't had as a whole across the countryside?
1: Oh you know I, I think the big thing is is um um, the Angus breeders will have access to our students you know and, and uh, I think our intention you know there's going to be an advisory group that oversees the, the MSU Angus program um, and I think part of that is they'll get to interact with our students. Um, ICS uh, inviting uh, producers for for instance Jake is in trouble here because I'm probably going to invite him to come in and talk to my beef management class. But I think all that's good because I think the beef industry in Montana is a key part of this state. And I think, um, you know, bringing these students who, you know, aspire to go into the Montana beef industry together with the folks in the industry, you know, I think it's good for all parties.
0: For yourself as a producer, what what are you really looking forward to the most knowing that you're going to have that opportunity with other producers to have uh, – that opportunity to speak one-on-one with students and maybe even spark some interest in students to maybe uh, change the way that their operations go, maybe go from that commercial aspect and implement a little bit of a purebred program.
2: Well, with with the numbers that that the American Angus Association, you know, deals with every day, our, our database is huge. And the, the genetics are turning so fast that we can – you know we can offer so much to to commercial outfits and improved genetics. Uh, not only I mean from cabbages to weaning weights to yearling weights to carcass to mothering foot scores, all this stuff. You know that is at the fingertips of the association, and MSU will will do the, the complete performance you know, uh, test and, you know, all the scores and everything will be, they'll have their own uh, members of the American Angus Association. It'll be a registered herd and they'll do all the bookwork and everything that, that we can help, you know, educate our students.
0: Now, I'm curious, of course, this advisory board is going to help set the tone and the direction of uh, the program and the herd itself. Can can you both speak on the direction and maybe some of the genetics that you'd like to implement, uh, or how we are going to implement those genetics uh, within the MSU herd?
2: Uh, our goal for the first year is is fifty bred heifers, and uh, we'll kind of mandate where the where the cabin dates are going to be so they'll fit in with with the Bart farm and in the MSU herd. Uh, then when we get things going then we can start bringing in embryos and and semen where we can bring in some of the cutting edge genetics and kind of kick this thing going but to start with we're going to our goal is 50 head of, of bred heifers we're well on our way our kickoff is going to be at at the 2018 Angus tour in in, in Haver that's going to be our kickoff and as I said we're well on our way for for getting those heifers donated
0: and that's a great opportunity for all those producers, not just in Montana, but from across the nation and the world that attend that Angus tour, just to see what's going to be happening on uh, the campuses and uh, facilities of Montana State University. But Dr. Del Curdo, how are the students? What's the goal there? Having that uh, hands-on experience is what makes MSU and especially the College of Agriculture uh, set itself apart from uh, different universities out there. Let's maybe walk through when these fifty. Uh, heifers make their way to MSU in a timely manner. Uh, how, how is the classroom and hands-on experience going to be uh, unro- unrolled?
1: Yeah, well, basically, when the heifers show up, um, part of our management system here, Lane, is is um, uh, the BART farm will develop the heifers and we'll, calve, we'll obviously um, uh, calve them out next spring. And then we'll run them here at the Bart Farm or Fort, Fort Ellis Research Center um, as uh, first calf heifers, and um, and um, and then when we wean those those heifers and and we preg check them, and they have a calf uh, for a second calf. Uh, those those animals then go out to uh, Red Bluff, and at Red Bluff then they'll they'll kind of stay on that. It's about a ten month forage uh, grass based uh, beef production system. Um, you know, our purebred um, operation, you know, is going to fit kind of the needs of the whole department in that, um, you know, the, the cows out at Red Bluff is predominantly a forage-based system. Um, we are going to select pretty heavy on fertility, um, and, um, and so cows that come up open will, will probably be cold, and, and that's just going to be our approach. Uh, we don't see ourselves... Um, You know, sort of mainstream purebred, we see ourselves really nice um, purebred cattle uh, that that fit a range environment. In terms of our students, they're going to get exposure to these cattle uh, throughout. You know, I think, um, you know, our our beef practicums, our lab practicum courses, you know, they'll be there when we're freeze branding. They'll be there when we're collecting data on these animals um, at various times. Um, they will gather information in our breeding genetics class, they'll be, they'll be used in, in part of our beef management class, and then like I said down the road, we anticipate uh, at some time in the very near future of, of having uh, specialized uh, courses uh, with bull development where we might take some of our, our very best um, bulls you know, and develop them for some of the regional Uh, bull sales um, and and maybe do some heifer development Uh, so you know all of our courses are going to benefit all these kids are going to benefit except now instead of just using commercial cows we'll actually have uh, I think what will be really um, outstanding cattle that's going to be donated by Montana Angus Association and reflect this industry in the state.
0: So, of course, we just mentioned the immediate need is the donation of those 50 head of heifers from uh, Angus producers in the state of Montana. Let's talk maybe about that uh, uh, shorter term, a five-year goal for the program and maybe a 10-year goal. What are some of those milestones that uh, the class, that producers want want to be seen in the next five to 10 years?
2: We'll, we'll hopefully end up with with about 100 head of, of registered black Angus cattle at MSU. Uh Said so they'll do all. They do. There'll be internships available. I'm sure uh, in anywhere from ranch help to uh, ET work, IVF work, semen collection. You know, with the bull studs in the state of Montana. Uh, you know, down the road, we're looking at probably. You know, developing some some herd bull candidates, where we can go to Midland test, Treasure State test, uh, South Montana bull test. A few things like that, you know, and even down the road, maybe maybe have their own little sale
0: here. Also, it's very similar, of course, we see rams sold from Montana State University. They're, they will be selling at the Montana uh, uh, ram sale and also all they do there. So that's maybe even a, a way that folks can look at this too, a lot of the research that happens that way. How do uh, folks maybe give to this program that maybe can't give a, a heifer? Is there a possibility of a monetary donation, or or maybe in a state gift or something like that? Can, can any of you speak on that?
2: Yeah, we're uh, Kevin Peterson with the MSU Foundation is helping us with that. So uh, cash donations will all, will all go through the through the foundation and and they'll be channeled to. Uh, you know, travel, if, if students want to go to the tour or, uh, you know, if we need ET work, uh, semen collection, things like that where, where uh, monetary will, will help the program get
0: going. Because I think a lot of people are, are just always wanting to, to know where those funds go through and, and where those donations go. But we, we can say that the the cattle raised are going to uh, benefit the students and, and the Angus uh, breed. Dr. Del Curto, would you like to add anything to that or any thoughts? Uh,
1: no, I think... Uh, I think uh Jake was uh, was right on uh, you know <clears throat> I, I think the Montana Angus Association has been very generous and, and it's been uh, a complete joy for for us to work with them uh, we're just looking really forward to uh, to getting this rolling and, and like I said starts with the uh, the uh, annual Angus tour up at haver I think it's September 18th is when that's when that starts and, uh, and we're looking forward to the initial donation. I think any funds raised there I think might actually go uh, towards the purchase of a couple of uh, registered Angus heifers at the Nile. And then uh, our plans are is next spring that uh, that we would, um, you know, working with Montana Angus Association would, would put embryos into anywhere from 50 to 100 head of our commercial cows. Um, and so we look for in the next two years of of, of, of Reaching that hundred head goal and, and really getting this thing started fast.
0: So I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth or uh, ideas there, but can people donate embryos and to semen to uh, to the program as well?
2: Sure, we haven't you know quite got that that far yet, but uh, that's down the pipe. That that yeah, we're going to be we're going to be soliciting donations of embryos and semen.
0: Well, I just think this is such a great opportunity to to highlight, as I said, something that is already great in the state of Montana and just providing more opportunities to expand it in just the educational aspect for, for so many students that are going to be attending MSU. But maybe let's talk about the drop-off window. Uh, obviously, uh, the heifers will be heading uh, over to MSU. Uh, what, uh, for someone maybe listening today that wants to donate uh, one or two uh, heifers, uh, when will they be picked up? How are they going to be fed? What's the timeline on that?
2: Anytime this fall. Uh, we want them in by 1st of December for sure. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll help, you know, get these heifers gathered up. We'll, we'll be making some trips through the state, and we'll, we'll work with everybody, MSU and the Montana Angus Association, to get these heifers delivered and uh, make sure the health and, and stuff is in order.
0: Is there a specific uh, time period in which these heifers need to be calving?
1: We're shooting lean for for a February March uh, calving date. Um, obviously, um, you know, for bred heifers, we're not going to be too fussy, and we can we can get them all in uh, a consistent calving interval uh, pretty easily after that. But but that would be ideal, um, and and. You know, they can be delivered right to uh, Montana State University's bar farm, or as, as Jake said, you know, they can contact uh, myself personally, um, <coughs> and, uh, and we can make arrangements to go pick them up, and, um, and so we're pretty flexible that way.
0: Well... I think this is a great opportunity, and I know that so many producers across the state of Montana are going to be so excited to just hear about all these opportunities, especially as the Angus Tour uh, kicks off here very soon, and hopefully you can uh, get uh, a lot of hands raised when you start asking for uh, donations there. But Jake, I'll just ask you, uh, at the end of the day, as a board uh, member of the Montana Angus Association, and obviously you've been helping uh, uh, lead the charge on developing this program. Uh, what is one thing you want to uh, uh, get, maybe for yourself, uh, maybe uh, future generations of your family? What What do you want to get out of this program as a whole?
2: Well, I guess it, it it would boil down to uh, education and research for Montana State University. I mean, we're all proud of of our of our university here, and and we got to keep this this ag deal going, as as we all know, we're losing. We're losing egg a little bit at a time, and and MSU College of Agriculture is strong. They've got a lot of kids, and they've got a lot of kids with passion about egg, and we just need to keep keep that rolling.
0: And Dr. Del Curto, as a uh, uh, staff member here at MSU and uh, having the opportunities just to to know so many people in the livestock industry in, in Montana, uh, what, what would you like to tell them to encourage them to participate? Uh, maybe they might not, might not even be a purebred Angus breeder, but uh, they buy a lot of Angus bulls uh, during uh, bull sale season. Uh, what would you like them to know?
1: You know, I I think that um, that that this gift and this collaborative relationship is will pay dividends for the state of Montana. I was telling Jake uh, before you got here, Elaine, that the last 15 years, our Department of Animal and Range Science has grown from 200 students to over 400. Um, the opportunities in agriculture... Now are different, but I would say they're they're actually better than they have been in probably the last 30 or 40 years. And and so we got a lot of young people. I think out of our 400 um, plus students, um, you know, probably 150 to 200 of them are, are, are Montana ag kids, come from rural communities. And, and they really uh, will benefit from this and, and hopefully go back. Um, you know, and and be important cogs in the beef industry in the next generation.
0: And Jake, I I, kind of look at this, if you would have had the opportunity to have courses that were directly in the purebred end of things, I know you grew up on a purebred operation, but how would that have changed your uh, early years going back to the ranch, if you would have had this opportunity now?
2: Oh, the the, the invent of, of technology, you know, would have been huge. The the steps that we could have, you know, it was trial and error. And that's, you know, that's the way Dad did it, so that's the way we did it. And, you know, with, with the education, with the possibility that these students are going to get now, with hands-on learning, hands-on research, you know, they're, it's going to be light years for these people.
0: Well, gentlemen, I'm very excited to see uh, this program uh, come together over the next few months and few years. Uh, for more information, uh, where where can they go for uh, on how to make a donation, on how to maybe contact you? Uh, where, where's that information? Where can it be found?
1: Yeah, um, I think um, the Montana Angus Association is going to have a flyer at the at the meeting here. Um, uh, up at Haver. Also, I'd encourage people to just contact me directly, Tim DelCurdo, and, and you know, my phone number is 406-994-3708, um, or they can, they can contact me by email, which is just delcurdo at montana.edu, and, uh, and, and like I said, we'd be more than happy to answer questions. I think Montana Angus Association would be more than happy to, to answer. It's, it's truly a partnership as we look at it.
0: And also coming up in October, the fifty first annual Nile Stock Show and Rodeo will be coming around and I know there's going to be a lot of uh Angus folks there. We have the Angus sale also going on, which you mentioned you would like to purchase some of those nice Angus females for the program. So I'm sure Jake or someone from uh the association end of things is will have information available at the Nile. Jake, anything else that you'd like to leave us with here today?
2: if you're interested, please give us a call uh my phone number is 388-2408, or any of the Montana Angus board members uh, would love to see you at the, at the tour. If you can't make the tour, we'd love to see you at the Nile.
0: All right, well... There you have it, folks, looking towards the future and also the great collaboration and uh, the important role that land-grant universities and the services they provide our rural communities and our farmers and ranchers across the nation. It is unmatched, no doubt. I'll have information and links in the podcast description on how you can find more information and become more involved with the MSU Angus program. It's going to be great to see where this idea is becoming reality and where it's going to take the purebred and commercial cattle industry in Montana and across the nation. That will do it for today. I'm Lee Nordlund. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with and Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster, and nordlandcommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.